Come on, give God a good praise. Let him know you love him this morning. Let him know you don't mind praising him and giving him glory. Let him know that you, amen, got a praise still left. Blessings and honor, they all belong to him. Come on and greet somebody on this morning if you have not greeted them already. Amen and amen. Somebody say praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, tell somebody he's a good God. Oh, yes, he is. Is he a good God? Come on, tell somebody he's a good God. Woo! Hallelujah. Yes.
and get to this blessed day. Amen. Can you the sounds all right? One day we're going to come in and just have a praise service. Hallelujah. Ask your neighbor, neighbor, can you just have a little praise service? Just come in and just start shouting. Give God the glory. It'll remind you of the Old Testament when they began to worship God. Minister because the Chicago clothes filled the church they want to watch you on Facebook they want to watch you on YouTube but let me tell you something it ain't like being in the house where we can gather together and experience the overflow power of a living God ah, just said I wasn't gonna tell nobody but I couldn't keep it to myself go ahead brother go lover Glover, I know you're holding it back I 
I see I'm going to have to go ahead and drag them instruments off them. Hallelujah. That's all right, Sister Jane. Sister Jane get to shaking before she get to shout. My God, isn't God good? Tell your neighbor, neighbor, don't touch me right now. I feel a shout coming on. Come on, I feel a shout right there. Somebody feel a shout. Go on and give it to them. Hey, God. you glad about it. Alright, grab your neighbor and sit him down. Grab him and sit him down. Ah, Lord. All you spectators, we feel for you. All we want you to do is one day just taste. And you can start dancing with us. Ah, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. My, my, my. Holy Ghost lather, Holy Ghost power, my Savior, my Lord, and my King. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you for just a time of being able to rejoice in your presence. We take it not for granted that you touches us from time to time. And God is so good to see the saints rejoicing in your presence. Now, Lord, every prayer request that went up in those praises, God, send a speedy answer right now. Bless our offspring. Bless everything that's connected to us. Bless those that favor our righteous cause. Father, in the name of Jesus, let your supernatural presence fill our tabernacle. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you glory and praise because there's none other who deserves my praise. Father, we give you thanks right now. Now, Lord, as we prepare to go into the word, God, open up our inner ear. Circumcise us so that we can hear your small, still voice. Bring deliverance to our lives and power and anointing in the grace of our love towards you. God, we give you glory and honor. We pray even now for Mother Gloria's sister. We pray even now for Brother Don and his mother. We pray for those that, amen, are on our prayer list right now. Bless the UCAI. Bless those that are calling on your name. Bless every minister who is standing in the pulpit right now to declare your word with honor and power. Father, in the name of Jesus, bind up every influence that would try to hinder the word on today. And God, we give you praise and glory. In Jesus' holy name, put those sanctified hands together. Today we're going to be talking, amen, about the carbon copy. A carbon copy. 
it's so good to know that God loves us so much that he sent a carbon copy. I, I, I'm reflecting now on a, a time when Jesus had to encourage the saints. He himself was getting ready to be crucified. He was lied on. He was deceived. He was betrayed. And yet, even though he was going through all of this, he still had the mindset to encourage his people. I don't care what you may be experiencing in your life. The Lord is always mindful to send something or somebody to empower or to encourage, amen, you. He's that kind of God. He loves us so much that it would blow our minds to really come into the acknowledgement, amen, as to how much he loves us. You may get a chill and a thrill because somebody loves you, but God supersedes all of that. His love is insurmountable. Even while we were going on in our own way in life, God still loved us. Now, Jesus is getting ready. As I began to ponder that, I, I began to reflect even on our anniversary that's coming up. And I said, in spite of all that has been thrown at me as a leader, I still have the inspiration of the Holy Ghost to keep on going. See, you need the inspiration of the Holy Ghost to override the things that come at you in life. I don't know if you really understand, but as long as you live, you're going to have something that's going to come at you. But you have to have the inspiration of God to not falter, to not recant, to not give up, but keep on waiting to see what the Lord's going to do. Amen. And so Jesus, amen, is in the upper room with his disciples and he begins to deal with them and share with them what is about to happen. He's talking to the, re the remaining 11 disciples because one of them was a demon-possessed individual. Well, the Bible says that after he ate of the sup, Satan entered in. And this is how things will sometime be. Folk in whom you have relied on and believed in amen, didn't get their complete deliverance and can fool you. But we still got to do like Jesus. We still got to finish what God has put in our hands. Amen. The world in their lives was getting ready to be shattered. Amen. It was getting, they were getting ready to be bewildered. Why? Because they seen such great miracles of Jesus and they thought the kingdom of God was getting ready to come at hand. It's amazing that when we get saved, we have a lot of false imagination. We think that when we come to the Lord, that everything's just going to smooth right on out. But life does not work like that. Amen. Sometimes the things that you are experiencing are, amen, a refiner's fire to get some things out of your life. I wish I could talk to somebody. Amen. Sometimes we got these predetermined ideas as to what life is going to be like. And when it doesn't match up, we think that God is not on our side. This is why, this is why, amen, the Lord is now talking with his disciples in the upper room because he knew what they were getting ready to face when he departs. 
they would be confused. They would become anxious. They would not know what to do because all of their expectation was in the earthly Jesus. It's good to have programs, but we can't let programs act like it's God. We've got to get to the point where we understand, as Jesus said, the poor you will have always, but it's our duty and responsibility to pump the word of God out to each and every individual. Some people just come for the food. They're not coming for deliverance. Sometimes they're coming for partnership. They're not coming for power. I wish I could talk to somebody. And so Jesus knew that once he stepped off the scene that the wolves would come to try to dismantle everything that he had put together. Anticipating their devastation, Jesus begins to talk comfort to their lives. He says, amen, and many people don't really know why John 14, 1, amen, came into existence, but I just laid it out to you. We use it for funerals. We use it for devastation. And so Jesus, amen, in preparing them, he says to them, let not your heart be troubled. See, you got the right and the power to be able to stop things from happening in your life. Amen. You have the power and the choice to be happy or to be sad. Now, I, I want you to really hear this. Amen. The power of your life is in your hands. He said, let not. That means that God's not going to try to stop your heart from being broken. You've got to trust him enough that, amen, you believe he's good enough and that he loves you more than enough to be able to take his word enough to be empowered. I wish I could talk to somebody. He said, you believe in God? Believe what? Also in me. And it's amazing, amen, that as we keep trying to look into the future, amen, trying to say how it's going to be, and if it is bleak, guess what? The promises of God is empty. Let me say that again because I don't think you heard me. I said when you try to know what the future is going to hold and you've already predicted that it ain't going to change, the promises of God becomes empty. Anybody catch that? And because of the fact that it seems like it's empty, as the disciples is hearing all that Jesus amen, was preparing them for, they began to think about what they gave up for God. We've got to stop thinking that we done done so much in favor of getting God's favor. He gives it to us just because he loves us. It is not nothing you did that makes him give you more or less. Amen. He's just love all by himself. And the moment you say, Lord, help me, he's a present help in the time of your trouble. It ain't about how good you've been. It ain't how long you prayed or how much you gave. It is because he loved you in spite of. Oh, God. So we see here. That whenever we try to look into the future, which God told us not to do, he said there's enough evil in the day to contend with. But when we keep bothering the future, the future will make you come depressed. Amen. You'll be trying to figure out what's your next move. But here the Lord is saying to them, let not your heart be troubled. And as I said, when you try to keep playing with the future and it looks kind of bleak, 
The promises of God has no power in your life. So here we see Jesus is talking to the disciples, but one of the disciples, amen, because he had pondered the future, began to be a little despondent. He looks at Jesus and makes this statement. He says, listen, Lord, show us the Father, and it will be sufficient for us. When I read that, I began to think about a story that I read some years ago about a sculptor who built this nice sculpture, but he put it up on top of a high building. And it was so high that the people could not understand the writing that was under the statue. And many people began to complain because they really wanted to know what the writing was. So the sculptor decided, well, what I'll do, I'll make a copy and I'll put it in the town square. And so what he did, he made a carbon copy of that which was so far up in the sky that they couldn't see, brought it down to their level, and they were able to see everything that was on the one that was up real high. Amen. And so Jesus, amen, says to Philip, he says, listen here, have I been so long with you that you do not know me, Philip? Philip, amen, was questioning who is God if you leave. And see, sometimes God will remove the props. I wish I could talk to somebody. I'm going to come on, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, God will sometimes move the props. He knows what we lean on. He knows what's in our heart. He knows what we're putting first. He knows, oh, I wish I could talk to somebody. He knows if he's the priority or not. And when, we're, when he's not the priority, he'll leave you to your thoughts. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And so he says to Philip, Philip, I've been with you a long time. And then he goes on to say, he that have seen me have seen the Father. Mm. Did y'all hear that? If you want to know what God is like, look at Jesus because that's God in motion. That is the carbon copy of the God you can't see. Uh, some of y'all young people don't know what a carbon sheet looks like. It's a black sheet that they would put in between a blank sheet, amen, and the original would be copied and pressed onto the other sheet, amen, but it will never take the place of the original. And yet here we see Jesus says to the disciples, if you've seen the original, you're looking at the copy. <laughs> Are y'all with me so far? And so he says to him, he, he that have seen me have seen the Father, and how sayest then thou, amen, show us the Father. The truth is, is that unbelief is always disguised as needing facts. Did you catch what I said? This is why the Bible says don't spend a whole lot of time talking to folks that are trying to deal with a whole lot of facts. Because the real root of the problem is they don't have faith. See, you'll be spending a whole lot of time convincing somebody who, amen, is trying to look for facts, but facts without faith does not bring revelation. Anybody going to talk to me? Amen. That's why the Bible, amen, shows us, amen, in, in Matthew, amen, 15, verse, uh, 13, verse 54. It says, and when he was coming to his own country, he taught them in the synagogue. Now, I want you to see something now. The disciples are present. 
Are you hearing me? The disciples are seeing the miracles of Jesus. It's amazing how people will come to church, see people shout, get healed and delivered, get lifted up from despair and their life change, and yet they still struggle with believing God even though they have the facts right in front of them. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, my praise is enough evidence because if you knew what God brought me out of, if you knew what God brought me through, if you knew me before I got saved, you'll understand the facts are not necessary. Just take my praise and believe God. God. Look at what he says. He says, in so much they were astonished and said, whence have this man this wisdom and these mighty works? For no man can do these things except God be with him. They had evidence. They had facts. But see, when things go wrong in your life, we question God. We believe God as long as as everything is moving smooth. But it seems like when something doesn't go just right, we start questioning whether God is right. I'm glad I'm not talking to nobody in this building. But look at what it also says. It says here, for he was astonished and all that was with him at the drought of the fishes, amen, which they had taken. They seen the multitude of fish gathered in a net. And what's so amazing is the fish that wasn't even in the net jumped in the net. That was the miracle part of all of it. That fish that weren't caught was jumping in because they heard the call of God. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, when you hear the call of God, there ought to be a reaction somewhere. There ought to be a praise somewhere. There ought to be a lifting of the head somewhere. When God is calling you, you can't remain the same. Facts without faith will not work. They had a carbon copy right in front of them. And yet they still resisted. But see, you got to understand something. All that saw Jesus by faith, they also saw the Father. Oh, I can see the Father in Jesus. I can see God in the movement of Jesus. I know how he acts by looking at Jesus. I know how much he loves me by looking at Jesus. I know how much he wants me to be healed by looking at Jesus. I know how he wants to fulfill all my needs according to the riches and glory by looking at Jesus. I can look at Jesus and tell God weeps over me when I'm not all that I should be because Jesus wept. I know my... Mm, God can talk to By faith. Huh? In light of Christ's doctrine, they saw God as the father of lights. You ought to tell somebody, he'll light your way. You ain't got to stay confused. You ain't got to stay defeated. You ain't got to stay beat up. You ain't got to stay in depression. Why? Because Jesus is the light of the world. Can I get a praise in the building? Those that would come and look at Jesus by faith 
amen, are not concerned about the facts. Yes, we need facts, but let me tell you something. It's still the proof in the pudding. Can I talk to somebody? And in Christ's miracles, they saw God as the God of power. Anybody got a testimony of what the power of God is like? Have you ever been down and he somehow lifted you up? Looked like there wasn't going to be a way. And yet God shows up and made a way. That's the kind of God, when, by, when we look by faith, we don't stagger at the promises of God. If God said it, uh-oh, uh-oh. Somebody ought to holler, uh-oh. It's already done. Give him a hand clap praise. <laughs> Jesus makes a statement to the disciples, especially Philip, and said, have I been so long with you? How many more miracles do I have to perform? How many more sermons I got to preach? How many more confirmations you need before you can see who Jesus is? Come on, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, how many more? How many more? I don't want to talk to you when you're on the mountain. I want to talk like this to you when you're in the valley. How many more? How much more proof you need? What else he needs to do? He's the carbon copy of God. The Bible says that God was manifest in flesh. He was right there. Right there. And we still struggle to believe who he is. But I'm so glad when you get a glimpse. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. I just needed a glimpse. And when I got my glimpse, my eyes came open. I'm, I'm reminded of Saul. Saul, when his eyes came open, he said, now I know that I know that I know. What are you talking about, preacher? In Matthew 16, 16, the Bible says, and Simon Peter answered and said, thou art. Are you still looking for another? Peter said, once I got the glimpse, it changed my life. See, you can't change without a revelation. I don't care, I don't care how good. See, you, see, there's a whole lot of good people in church, but that's not good enough. You got to be born of the spirit because good will wax away after a while. A ask Will Smith. Good guy, but say the wrong thing. You better duck. <laughs> good don't, is not good enough. But I don't know what uh, Chris Rock's religious stand is, but we saw a movement of Christ in his behavior. Because if somebody slapped you like that, we'll be going down to the courthouse bailing you out. I wish I could talk to somebody. Huh? We see. Some of y'all saying, you know that's right. The, the, the Oscars would be over. It'll be the WWBA or whatever that was. Uh, WWAL, what is it? Amen. And so we see here, Peter got a glimpse and said, Thou art the Christ, son of the living God. Amen. I see the duplication. I see the carbon copy. I see everything who he is as I look at you. And Peter was suffice with the revelation that he had. But where's the fight, preacher? The fight is in your mind. Come on, tell somebody the fight is in your mind. 
That's why God is constantly saying to all of us, you got to renew your mind. You talk about you got faith, but you don't give. Come on, you, 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 you still ain't got a renewed mind yet. Your mind is still carnal against the truths of God. Because I don't know about you, but if the sweepstakes folks say, hey, pastor, you got a, a, a million dollars in your mailbox, I'm not going to sit there and act like it ain't real. And I don't gamble, so they just got to get to me. I'm running to the mailbox. And if the key don't work, watch out. We're going to have a repair bill. Because that's how much you believe. See, giving it shall be given unto you. Press down, say, we don't believe it. Come on now. Many don't believe it. They quote it. Y'all remember that message, Stolen Promises? what he says. Tell your neighbor the battle is in your mind. He says here in Romans 8 and 7 he said that is because the mind of the flesh with its carnal thoughts and purposes is what? Is what? Is hostile to God. For it does not it, it does not what? It does not what? We see the truth of God, and yet we still won't submit to the will of God. Come on, somebody. For it does not submit itself to God's law. Indeed, what? It cannot. So while you're trying to look for facts, they'll never make sense. Because you are still, what? Against the will of God. Well, you know, I know God... You know, I, I sometimes I come across people, they got God in every sentence. But I'll ask them, when the last time you've been to church? Well, you know, I, I don't really go to church. Uh, when the last time you gave? Well, you know, uh, I help feed the, the, my neighbors. See, that's, that's the carnal process. That's, that's the carnal thoughts that think that our goodwill makes the difference. But if you don't do it the way God says do it. Come on, somebody. See, 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 Jesus is telling us the reason the church is not putting forth a great show or showing a copy of who he is through our life is because people are not living the way God called it. Um, I'm going uphill now. Huh? But look at what he says here in the Message Bible. He, whenever you focus on self, Come on, look at somebody and say, me, myself, and I. You know you. Come on, tell him. You know you. Come on. You know who you are. You can fake it all you want, but you know who you are. And the surprising part is God knows who you are. I wish I could talk to you somebody. Focusing on the self is the opposite of focusing on God. Mm, mm, mm. Anybody completely absorbed in self ignores God. The present proof is here. The God in whom we serve is here. Your answers to life is here. But because of the process of the carnal mind, he's not here enough. You'll catch that at 3 o'clock in the morning. And it ends up thinking more about self than you think about God. That person ignores who God is and what he is doing. That person who's self-absorbed in 
self will never be able to see who God really is. Mm. This scripture proves what I just said. Regardless of the facts that are presented, it will not make a difference without faith. It's not going to make a difference. I can levitate in the air right now. Some of y'all will run out. Some of y'all will pass out. And some of, the, some of y'all will be looking for the strings. <laughs> Come on. So we see here, you can have evidence, but faith is the optimal working mechanism that we all have. Jesus was the carbon copy. Look at this. Philippians tells us in 2.6, who being in what? In the form, I, I need you to tell somebody he saved you to form you to be a copy of who Jesus is. Let me say it one more time. Because see, a lot of times we don't understand what, why the Lord saved us. We think he saved us just so we could have a better living life. But no, he saved us that we might become the ambassadors to be able to represent an invisible kingdom visible through our lives. We're supposed to be the carbon copy as to how Jesus operates in the earth. I wish I could talk to somebody. He said, ye are the light of the world. Amen. I came to give you light. I came to breathe in you. And I made you to have the DNA that I have of the kingdom of heaven so that you would act like me and name things and claim things and produce things because you got power with God. Somebody ought to holler out power. Who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God. I'm so, I'm so uh, uh, elated to see how Jesus answered his disciples when they saw all the crowd following, amen, different people. And he said, no man can do these things except God. Tell your neighbor, there ain't no room for jealousy. Well, you trying to act like your pastor. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Just realize and remember you're not the pastor. Y'all going to talk to me after a while. Look at, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. He said he thought it not robbery to be equal with God. The power of choice. Now, check this out. When Jesus took on the carbon copy, y'all hear me? When he took on the carbon copy, he had the choice to be independent. Hmm. He had the choice to choose to be like God wanted him or just take over the power and act like he was God. Y'all going to hear me after a while. Jesus had what? Flesh as a part of his life now. But he maintained a servant's heart. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, when you get power, you got to keep the filter. You got to keep the filter. In this building, they got about, I think about eight different filters in this one room here. The purpose of that is so that it doesn't clog the system up there in the roof. Uh, what do you mean, preacher? See, as long as you keep the servant's heart, the filter of obedience will always be clear. 
you'll always be able to be used of God. You'll always make it about him and not you. You'll be able to get along with other folk because you're like Jesus walking in the earth. Guess what? Some of you that got problems with attitude, God put you right in the midst of dumb, crazy folk. While you yet trying to pray to get away from him, God keep pushing him right up. Y'all going to talk to me after a while. Because you done prayed, God, I want to be like you. And he said, okay, you want to be like me? Here's somebody you can practice with. Uh, see, you better watch how you pray. You, Lord, I just want more power. Okay, you want power? I'm going to give you somebody that's going to rack that last nerve. And if you don't get the breakthrough in it, your power is not going to manifest. But the moment you overcome, God says, uh-oh, now they got it. And now he moves you to your next level. Oh, you talking about you want to preach better. Preach all you want, but let me tell you something. You got to walk it out. This power, he 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 took control of the power. Tell you, neighbor, you got to take control of the power. Look look at look at look at this next verse. The Bible says, "Hey man," but he he made himself of what? No reputation. Let God mightily use you. But like Denzel Washington said, when you get up there to the top, be careful, because there's a devil that's gonna be loose who will try to rob you of what that very thing that you are supposed to be exalted in. Some of these actors, you, you, you sometimes wonder, God, what, how do you measure their, their walk? That ain't my job. My job is to watch my own life. Come on, tell your neighbor, mind your business. Get your own life together. Come on, get your own life together. So busy critiquing everybody else. Amen. This big beam in your eye. You worrying about a little speck in somebody else's eye. I wish I could talk to somebody. We got to learn how to manage, micromanage our own lives. Get our own self together so that God can be a carbon copy through our lives. So that we can be able to become the majority. Because everybody always talking about ain't nobody living right in the church. That must be because you ain't in there. made himself no reputation and took upon the form of what? Somebody say the filter. The filter to the carbon copy is so important. Why? Because if you don't have a proper filter on your copy machine, it blurs your copy. Y'all hear what I'm saying? See, when you don't got a proper vision as to how God wants us to walk, you have a blurred behavior pattern you think things is okay there's an alternate lifestyle now invading the church and that's a that's a blurred filter because it's not really showing the clarity of who Jesus is I wish I could talk to somebody look at your neighbors and neighbor the carbon copy it says he took on the form of a servant and was made in the what the likeness of men carbon copy Come on, somebody. God made a carbon copy of himself and allowed Jesus to walk in the earth. Now, I, I, I got to tell you this now. Being fashioned, now look at this, verse 8, look at what it said. It says, and being found in fashion as a man, he did something. He did something. Because of the filter, he was able to accomplish it. Without the filter, you can't humble yourself. Amen. Well, son, you know that ain't right. Well, you know, I, you know, I, you know, uh, 
you know, uh, you know, uh, you keep saying, you know, uh, you're not Noah, you know the way. Come on now. You know what God requires, but flesh, what did I say about flesh? It's carnal thoughts and carnal processes. He doesn't want you to be what God has called you to be because you'll change somebody's life. As long as you keep making excuses, there's somebody who can't get delivered because they're depending on a change in you. Oh, you ought to high five somebody right there and let them know that, amen, I need to be a carbon copy. Y'all ain't saying it with no power. Y'all kind of quiet. Now y'all want to get some, some spray and put in your hand. Come on, just hit them. A carbon copy of God. He was a carbon copy of God, but flesh, the human flesh, was a veil. And the, and the flesh represents, amen, the carbon copy, the carbon sheet, amen, so to produce who God is. This flesh that we carry is a carbon. Oh, God. It's a carbon for it to be an impression of God upon the the carbon to press our spirit to be like Jesus. Oh, give God a good hand clap. He said, listen here. He said, there are going to be some false Christ. Huh? Look at what the Bible says. Some imitators. For there shall arise false Christ, false copies, false prophets, false copies. Because you know, there's always, what do they call it? There's always a, 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 a counterfeit yes. to the original. Some of you ladies that's looking for a, 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 a nice man, which should be a saved man. Right. Satan, sa Satan will give you a counterfeit. Right. But they nice. Okay, you keep using the wrong word. Are they born again? Right. Oh, well, they go to church. I didn't ask about that. Demons go to church. And, 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 and seekers go to church. What do you mean seekers? Men are come to church because they know they, at least they get a halfway decent woman. They on the prowl. Oh, well, I seen them shout. That could be his feet hurting. You better know the difference between a shout and an and a ache. I wish I could talk to somebody. Because they're on the prowl. Because they know ain't nothing out there. And when they get tired out there, they come in here. And then they start looking. And they see you coming up wanting. Let me get off of this. I'm glad y'all got masks on. I can't see what you're really saying. False Christ false prophets. And guess what? They're going to show great signs. Stop being impressed with, 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 with folk that, 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 that can preach real well and, and it look like miracles are falling all over the place. Be careful. Jesus said you'll know them by their fruit, by their behavior, by their character. It, because there's false Christ out here. False anointings out here. I wish I could talk to somebody. Showing signs and wonders. In so much, in so what? In so much that if it were, 
If it were, if it were possible, they will deceive the very elect. And God began to minister to me in this point. Y'all listening to me? He said the reason why the elect, y'all hear, the reason why the elect are not going to be deceived because they stick into my word. Let me say it again. They're not caught up in all the splendor. Well, you know, he got a word. The devil got a word. But he ain't got submission. He ain't got a lifestyle. Come on, somebody. Here, I'm impregnating five girls in the choir, but I got a word. And you stay in that mess because they got a word. That means you're already the ones that God elected, but you chose to be ignorant of what he says. Am I making this thing clear? Huh? God wants to see his carbon copy. Look at this. Satan has no filter. Why? Because he doesn't have a servant heart. Gifted, but don't want to serve. Gifted, but want to do it his way or her way. No, God says, good God Almighty, because of the lack of a filter, it's still about self. Woo-wee. Might not get too many cells on this CD. But look at this. So his function Look at, it, look at this now. Because Satan didn't have that filter, his functioning like God correct, corrupt his mind. Because he what? He had all the right tools. Come on, tell your name, neighbor. Don't let your copy become smeared. Keep a servant's heart. Come on, give God a good hand clap right there. Huh? And because he lacked the filter, he began to try to take God's place. And become the original. But a copy can never. Come on now. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, uh, 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 what do you call it? Original? How do you say it? A creator's original? Uh, I'm, I'm a designer's original. Once he made me, nobody can be me. You might be a little bit like me. Uh, uh, when God made you, it, it, nobody can do it like you because you are a designer's original. Now, there might be some copies, but there's some things they can't copy because they're not the original. I wish I could get somebody to say hallelujah. So stop talking about you can't do it like so-and-so because God made you who you are so they, people will look at you and say, I wish I could do it like you. Ah, come on, somebody. Huh? Oh, come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. See, the original will never be replaced by a copy. They have a form of godliness, but guess what? They deny the power. Let me tell you something. I'm getting ready to close. Look at this. The seven sons of Sceva. Anybody getting a hold of this? The seven sons of Sceva. The evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know. You know how I know Jesus? Because he's acting like the God in whom I know. And he looks like a carbon copy. So the evidence is showing me 
you know God. Then he turns around and says, Paul, I know. Because Paul allowed himself to be saturated with the word of God to the point that Satan could recognize God. I ask your neighbor, neighbor, when people look at you, can they recognize God? Oh, Lord, have mercy. The Bible says, who is these men? We know they're ignorant and unlearned, but they have been with Jesus. And because they've been with Jesus, they started acting like Jesus, talking like Jesus, working miracles like Jesus, because they were, became a carbon copy. And God is saying the same thing to us today. He wants us to become carbon copies, that we'll go and turn the world upside down, let our neighborhoods know, let them know on the job that I am the one God sent for you to see. God because you don't go to chat you don't hear the word you don't read the Bible but look at my life you'll see God in action oh I wish I could get a prayer spirit said I know them huh? I know them I recognize them because I recognize the God that is operating through them and the man in whom the evil spirits leaped on them. Now, now I, I want y'all to see something. One spirit beat up seven of them. One. Leaped on them, overcame them, prevailed against them, and they fled out the house naked and wounded. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, if you don't keep a filter, the devil will make a fool out of you. Come on, he'll make a fool out of you. You'll talk a whole lot of religious talking, and guess what? He'll show up and make a fool out of you. I wish I could talk to somebody. Having a form without a having a form without the copy won't work. Let me say that again. They had a form. But they didn't have the copy. And the devil wrought havoc in their lives. Talk is cheap. Huh? There's nothing wrong with being like Jesus. You know, when I come out here, I get ready to lay hands. Guess what I'm acting like? I'm acting like Jesus. You know why I'm acting like Jesus? Because he said something. No, not just the word. He said it. You know, what, you know, you know what, why I do it? Because Jesus said something. He said, everything I saw the Father do, he said, I do it too. I got a right to do it. Come on, tell you that. You got a right to lay hands. You, you got a right to prophesy. You got a right to call those things that be not as though they were. Why? Because I seen Jesus do it. Amen. I seen Jesus tell the fig tree, you're going to be dried up and dead. And guess what? They didn't see no response. But Jesus walked away like he already knew it was done. When they came back, they saw the miracle and said, oh, what a mighty man this is. That's what they ought to be saying about you. When you speak a word of life, when you speak a word of truth, they ought to say, uh-oh, watch out. He spoke. She spoke the word. Give God a good hand clap. Intimidated, you lay hands on somebody and it don't seem like it worked. You did your part. Yeah. Yeah. Tell somebody I'm a carbon copy. Yeah. 
He said, I do what I saw my father do. And guess what he did? Then he turned around and made it legal for us. He said, the works I do, y'all ain't going to talk to me. He said, you, 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 you ought to be, you going to do greater. Not that they're going to be better, but you're going to have a great impact. Oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? Look what he says here as I get ready to close. Peter did something. Peter began to develop into a carbon copy. Here's proof. Look what it says here. It says, and after a while came unto him they that stood by and said to Peter, surely thou art one of them. For what? Thy what? You, you stop talking like you used to. You know them four-letter words you used to use? Instead of the one with the S, you got the one with the H that says holy. Huh? Huh? You, you, you got to realize, amen, before they tried to mess up his carbon copy, he was talking like Jesus. But when God touched you, when you get a glimpse, everything around you began to change. Like the sculptor, God is saying to you and I, they can't see me up there in glory, but they can see you down here on earth. Let me write upon the tablets of your heart. Let me make you who I am so that people don't have to imagine who I am because you walking like I am. Oh, y'all going to talk to me after a while. Come on, give God a good hand clap. Becoming a carbon copy. As he is, so are we in this world. God wants you to be a carbon copy. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, allow him to make you a carbon copy. Do what he called you to do. Wrought his miracles in the earth. Live the life that he lives. Be that servant he called you to. Guess what? I blew some people's minds yesterday. My grandson had a prom. And, and you know what I told him? First of all, he asked, could he use my car? That ain't happening. I said, but you know what? I'll be your chauffeur. He may have been impressed. I don't really know. He smiled, especially when I gave him some money. But what it did was it showed all the people who he came in contact with that your grandfather's title didn't make him feel like that was beneath him. And I served him all that day, riding all around, riding in circles, I actually wore an outfit to look like a chauffeur. Had the cap and everything. And guess what I did? I told him, don't touch no doors. That's my job. How could I do that? I can do it because of the filter. And God is trying to give us that lesson. Anyone who wants to be 
great. Humble yourself and God will exalt. God will make ways. God will open doors. Why? Because he, that's what he's looking for. He's looking for servants. Are y'all hearing the Holy Ghost? And when he finally released me during the night, he said, Grandpa, you can go home now. And it's like I was deflated when he said it. I sure was tired. But that's how special he is. And that's how we ought to make each other special. When we stop trying to be great in our own imagination and serve one another, God's going to open up some, some doors. Oh, your name might not be in lights because what the Bible says, he made of himself no reputation. See, when you're looking for reputation, you can't be a carbon copy. Because God, when they came to make Jesus king, what did he do? He disappeared. He went away into a solemn place. See, God is looking for those kind of mindsets. That God, all I want to do is your will. And whatever I can put my hands to, guess what? I want to do it. I want to do it with all my heart, with all my soul, and with all my might. You that's are watching this broadcast today.